this is HCA Talks Health and today we're talking to Sarah Stannard and she's a very successful UK-based health coach. So welcome Sarah, it's good to have you on the show. Hi there, how are you? It's lovely to see you. Yeah, good. Um, and the idea with our conversation today is to just get an idea or a glimpse of what it's like to be a certified health and wellness coach today. And this is just to give our perspective health coaches and health coach students an idea of what to expect. So can you maybe just give us a little bit of an idea of, you know, what it's like for you um, to be a health coach today? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love talking about it, actually, because it's so I love my job. So I, I'm constantly um, telling people about it and just how brilliant it is, how um, the balance that it's brought to my life, um, the ability to have my own business. Um, uh, I suppose one of the best things I should talk about is being able to help people uh, with their health, which is just uh, just so wonderful. Um, so yeah, those are, I think are the, probably the main things really. Um, and I I think I love doing things like this because it seems to inspire people to become health coaches, which is just great. So yes. yes. Can you tell us more about, um, you, you mentioned that it brought more balance to your life and what way did it bring more, more balance? Yeah, that's been a really, a really good thing. I, um, I've always been um, quite busy in my life um, and I had a role for 20 years that was um, a sales director. So a very stressful role with highly target driven and people that work for me all around the country um and when I was getting sort of later into my uh, 40s I really thought actually I don't want this life anymore um I'd achieved everything I wanted to achieve I got to the highest level and so I wanted something new something different something that would give me um some some more purpose but actually some joy that I'm helping other people as well I like that altruistic side um so the balance that I didn't have was I think I was sort of up at six every morning and rushing to get my son to school and then rushing out the door at the end of the day to go and collect him. And, you know, those times when you see people looking at you like, oh, she's going again to get, you know, 10 minutes early to get her son or whatever. And it was so stressful. So, so stressful. And then not having any time for exercise or self-care or any of those things. And so now my husband laughs at me, but like one morning a week, I'll meet a friend for coffee. And then uh, one afternoon a week, I'll have a PT session. Um, and then I'm doing workouts during the week in between clients. Mm. And so and I'm collecting my son and, and dropping him off is not a stressful situation. I'm often helping out the other mums and saying, look, do you want me to grab your kids? Because I'm here early. It just is very balanced. <laughs> so a, a bit of de a description about the difference between, you know, the balance it's been given me. Yes, and that's what's possible when you know when you're working as a health coach because you you're working for yourself. You've got your own business, so you can set it up in the way that that works for you. And I think yeah. also with that comes practicing what you're preaching, right? So we are supporting clients to to make those changes themselves and and to find balance in their own lives. So you know what what better way to 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 practice what we preach, right? Yeah. So so. I read um, on your on your website that part of making the transition for you um, from from working as director of sales and marketing to transitioning into health coaching was partly also because you were diagnosed with an autoimmune disease um, in, in your mid 30s. Um, yes. Can you tell us a bit more about that and how you dealt with that? What support you got? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it was in my I think I was 35 and I had 
um, this thing called optic neuritis, which is a, like a precursor to um, me um, not menopause. I was going to say menopause. <laughs> Um, so precursor to um, multiple sclerosis and so yeah, I was quite thrown by that it's not something you want to hear in your 30s but actually when I look back now um my health was so bad um I was I, I was not at a healthy weight my skin was terrible um my food was awful I was smoking I didn't exercise I didn't eat fruit or vegetables um it was terrible really it was quite quite shocking um and so I looked instead of looking at the illness I looked at how to be healthy and what I could do to make myself healthier so I started all going down this complete role a little trip of um, exercising eating better um stopping smoking putting my nutrition on track and so it was a real journey and because of that when I became uh, my role became redundant in um, the sales and marketing director I thought well now this this is the time to actually retrain and help other people with their health. So it's weird because I learned so many things along that journey and it took me a number of years to really get everything changed because it doesn't happen overnight. You can't suddenly wake up and go, oh, and I had lots of help along the way, which is good. I had not coaches, but um, I worked with a personal trainer to get my exercise on track. And, and so I think you do need as part of those changes, like someone like a health coach, a supporter. Um, I didn't find a health coach that would have been helpful at the time to have. Um, but yeah, so I'm lucky now. I don't have any symptoms, um, but I think I think I'm I'm lucky. But also, I think my lifestyle and the way I live my life is has definitely helped and um, and saved me from having those terrible sim symptoms that you can have. So yeah, I'm lucky to say that I'm I'm in great shape, the best shape of my life, really. Great. It's very inspiring. Um, and I'm really glad that you were able to to make a shift. You know, not everyone can always do that, or always have the capacity to do that. But um, yeah, I think it's it's amazing. Um, so I know that you're not only working with one on one clients, right? You also keep your yourself busy with with a quite few, quite a few other things as well. Um, so can you share a little bit with us what other areas of work is available for health coaches and, and which ones specifically you are focusing on as well as a, as a health coach today? I think there's so many opportunities and um, in fact, the list is endless. And uh, I was speaking to someone the other day saying when I was in my sales role, I could just see that coming to a natural end. And, you know, you, when you're in the corporate world, you'll eventually be sort of shuffled out. Um, whereas this job is just so many opportunities I can see myself working um, for many years because I absolutely love it um, but currently what I'm doing there's so many things on my list of things I want to do but currently what I'm doing is my private clients which I love um, I run the 12-week program and people tend to um, rebook again and again so I'm running things that I've gone into like well over a year with certain clients then um, until recently I was working with a local authority in the UK which was Surrey County Council and they uh, run um, what's called the Be Your Best program for children in Surrey. And that's for children that have a higher than healthy BMI. Um, so maybe the school nurse or um, social services have reached out to the program to say, actually, could you help this child? So I did that for about a year. Um, really good stepping stone, really um, amazing to work with the families and the children and see them change over that period. They did a 12 week program as well. Um, and then they would check back actually at nine, at six months, nine months and 12 months. So it's really good to see the changing over that time. Um, but actually, I had so many other things I was working on. I decided to um, 
to lead that role. So then I work for um, a weight loss clinic and they have me um, offer a few of my diary entries per week. So I have a few hours that are allocated to them. And if their clients want to book on, then I'm available for support groups or one-to-one sessions. Um, and they pay me on a retainer. So I've worked for them for over a year. They actually, interestingly, contacted me via the UK IHCA. So they sent me an email saying, we've seen your um, your details on the website um, of the association. Would you be interested to interview for this role? Um, and so I did. And another coach, actually, who's a member of the UK IHCA, and um, went through the interview process. And like I say, we've been, I've been with them probably over a year now. Um, and I run support sessions and one-to-one sessions. But the beauty of, it, beauty of it is that they actually pay me whether I work or not. So I've got these set hours and it's it's just a great um, opportunity. Um, then I write uh, wellness articles for um, magazines twice a month, which is lovely. That tends to bring me in clients because people will find that something will resonate with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I just read, read, sorry, I wrote one recently about sleep and someone came to me and just said, my sleep's awful. I need your help. <laughs> so mm-hmm. things like that is really wonderful. Um, and then I do corporate events as well. So um, people can see on my website, I've worked with four or five corporates now and I do a wellness webinar. So like a 40 minutes presentation. Um, they've mostly been online because people like to use the content again and again, record it and then use it again. Um and I've done female health, um, work-life balance, um, lots of different topics and things for corporates, which is really great. So yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> I'm sure you don't get bored, right? You, you've got a lot of variation in, in your life, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Lovely having that, actually, because with the cor- corporate clients, it's very exciting. And then my private clients, it's really rewarding. So, yeah, it's great. Um so I'm I'm thinking the role that you had in sales. Um, how did it did it help you to build up your practice to to where it is today? You know, because I'm sure it just didn't everything didn't just fall in your lap. There were a few things that you had to put in place and and thinking with a marketing perspective. Did it help you at all to get to where you are today? Ah, uh, interestingly, I mean, people always say that to me. Or oh, you're good because you've got sales and marketing background. I think it's just your personality, really. Obviously, when you're speaking to people and you're trying to get them to buy into your program, then, I mean, I don't really go into salesy banter or, you know, sales patter or anything. Um, I think I always am on the lookout for opportunities. That's the only thing I would say that I've really taken from my sales role. And that is that someone once said to me at the very beginning of my um, career as a salesperson, don't leave any stone unturned. Mm. That is the thing that I've always lived with. So if I pass a coffee shop and I think, oh, there's a coffee shop there and they've got a notice board, I'm in there putting my business card on. Mm. And so that is the stone I will not leave unturned. Mm. So it's not it's not like magic salesy anything, or but just that I think is the best piece of advice I could give anyone. Um, my business cards are everywhere. Um, when I speak to people, I tell them what I do. Uh, if there's an opportunity, I'm on it. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just take opportunities where I can, but I don't leave any stone unturned. <laughs> Absolutely, leaving nothing to chance. Yeah, I, I love yeah. that. Um, so you specialize, do you specialize in any specific areas, um, people that you like to work with more than others, certain groups? So you mentioned yeah. the weight loss, yes, um, but, but yeah, anything else? I really, I really get a good kick out of um, helping people lose weight and not just because the scales look 
happier or the you know the BMI is better but because the confidence that it can give people mm-hmm. um and I'm I'm really I'm comfortable with everyone at every way I don't make anyone feel bad about being you know at a different way I'm really good with that um but if I if someone wants to improve their confidence then it's a really good way if they feel that they are at a higher than healthy weight um so I really enjoy that and I've had such lovely success one lady I've helped um was so unconfident and so unhappy um and she said to me uh last Christmas that it was the first time she'd put up a Christmas tree in five years because her happiness level had increased so much wow. so that sort of thing on the basis of her losing weight um, alongside that her uh, IBS was gone her doctor reduced her prescription her knees weren't aching oh, <laughs> so there's all those things on top really hearing someone that says their life has changed that much that they're happy enough to go I'm going to be part of life again which is oh. you know incredible so those two that area and then also female health um as um I'm 51 myself so I'm going through the menopause or perimenopause um someone said to me earlier oh it's definitely not till you're 54 you'll be finished (laughs) and I was like maybe um yeah so female health is quite close to my heart um so I have lots of clients that come to me for support I think when you get to that age as a woman, you want lots more joy and self-care and purpose um, and to have exciting things going on. So I'm really good at helping people get really excited about life. I had one lady um, who wanted to learn to fly a plane and she was like, this is my goal. And so we literally got her through to booking into one of the local small airports to go wow. and start learning how to fly a plane. Amazing. Wow. Yeah, so it's so rewarding, right? It's a career where you can literally help people to to change their lives and to, like you said, in, in develop a joy and, and wanting to participate in life again. And I mean what's it's 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 extremely rewarding to be part of that journey. Right. Yeah. Okay, so um, just thinking about so you mentioned, um, you know, body image as well, or, or the confidence that um, possibly losing weight could 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 give someone. So so very important to to focus on that why, right? As health coaches, it's not just about a number on the scale, but but really what it gives them, what it gives them access to, right? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I think life is so amazing, and there's so many opportunities. But if you are feeling lethargic, unhappy, unconfident, um, <clears throat> and some women, when they come to me, they say, I don't feel sexy from with my husband. I don't feel happy in my clothes. And that's really like integral stuff, isn't it? Yeah. The, the initial joy of the day, like getting up and putting your clothes on or, or feeling attractive to your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, so those things I really do help people with and overcoming, um, you know, the feelings that go go with that, the feelings of sadness or unhappiness um so yeah I work on on the body image and um exercise I use as a really good tool actually because just doing any form of exercise is going to help people feel so much better about themselves um I have a lovely young client she's only 14 um she comes to me and she's recently joined a gym so it's wonderful in the UK you can have um gyms at your um, disposal and um and so she goes once a week and has a little lady helping her and her confidence has come up so so much just by moving more and feeling strength in her own body so yeah I work on all of those different areas and obviously feeding ourselves properly um that helps our, our guts feel better and our mental health then improves and so yeah there's so many areas as a health coach that you can help people with it's um yeah. 
was speaking to a lady earlier and she said, oh, how, you know, how will I help in this area and that area? And I was like, when we use the um, the wheel of life, there's so many aspects or the health wheel um, that you can work on. It's just, uh, yeah, there's there's so many things and the career is just incredible. Mm. So do you think the, the part of it being so rewarding is, is what you enjoy most about being a health coach or are there any other elements to being a health coach that you really enjoy? Oh, I think there's so many elements really I said about the balance um I'm enjoying um having just having um uh um I forget, can't think of the word now it's having a, a feeling of um people reaching out to me for my help is a lovely feeling um mm -hmm. and people wanting my guidance and support uh is great I think that as I mentioned um the career itself is wonderful there's so many opportunities I've got plenty of things planned uh, for the coming years um which is just going to give me um purpose for my career for many years to come um I'm trying to think what else that uh, I really enjoy um I think also inspiring people to become health coaches really I love as well so I love talking about the role and how how wonderful it is and what we can do with it and um I remember when I first started training I met a lady who'd been on the, the training course two years before me and and she was just saying like that how she loves to inspire people to become health coaches and I thought you're right you know some careers they say oh there's too many of this or too many mm -hmm. of that I think there never can be enough health coaches because mm -hmm. people need um people need that in their lives absolutely yeah so I think you know when we're thinking about possible you know prospective health coaches prospective health coach students do you have any maybe last words of wisdom um to them and you know what any messages that you maybe want to to give to them let's think um I think the one thing, oh no, there's two things probably. Um, so the imposter syndrome, that definitely is something I think people are afraid of. Like, how will I help people? Can I make a difference? And I definitely suffered from that at the beginning. Mm -hmm. But what helped me was practice. So with my practice clients, um, that was really, really wonderful. I had so many volunteers in my own network that I just carried on um, aside from the course, just offering services to the practice clients just making the effort to repeat, repeat, repeat and keep practicing because that the imposter syndrome just melted away. And I didn't even really sort of notice it until I got on to a call. I had a client lined up and I remember thinking previously, like, oh, how will I help them? How will I help them? And suddenly it just gone because I, I knew that I had inside me what I needed to help them with. And, and you, you work out straight away which areas they're suffering with and then you and you um and you help them so that is so i would say practice 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 because it does help you with imposter syndrome um and then the other thing um is procrastination so i have a few friends and i've seen other people that i've spoken to coaches that say oh i'd really like to write articles or i'd really like to <laughs> do something whatever it might be and you know my articles are out there i think there's several, several magazines with my articles in there. And some of them are probably awful, like awful, <laughs> awful. But really? I, it's out there, you know, and I put my heart into it and it's the best I did on that particular day. And with everything else in the world, you know, um, I think don't procrastinate. Just if you want to do something, just do it. Um, and, you know, what's the worst that can happen? When I look back at my articles now, I think, oh, it's not so bad. I remember writing that, you know. Mm -hmm. 
and but it's out there I I, I watched a um a webinar with Brene Brown I don't know how to pronounce her mm. um name but I'd never really heard of her before which seems crazy but anyway and she was saying if you're in um, the arena then you're the one that's making it happen and so I would say be in the arena with yeah. blood sweat tears on you <laughs> I love it. yeah because what else is you know there's that's what life's about taking chances and doing things and so don't procrastinate to procrastinate don't worry too much just get on with it mm. yeah so it's all about trusting the process as well so as a health coach the training that you receive trusting that you've got it in you to help the people um that that's gonna come to see you um but also practicing putting yourself mm -hmm. out there you know it's it's really about the more we do something the better we get at it right um yeah. and that really is the case with health coaching as well and you you're not going to grow as a health coach if you know you don't put yourself outside of your comfort zone every now and then and um you're not going to know if something's going to work for you if you're going to enjoy it if this is something that you want to continue doing if you don't take that first step um so like you said it's all about just being in the arena putting yourself out there yeah. um, and also growing as a as a human being not only a health coach right absolutely yeah i'm a great believer in try something if it doesn't work try something else yeah exactly and always yeah. move on yeah absolutely yeah. no i really do feel that okay oh thank you sarah that was really um insightful and and thank you for allowing us to get a glimpse um of what your life looks like and it's it's amazing to to also pick up on your your positive energy and your joy for life um you know and we can see that how much you know how big of an impact health coaching is making um out there and then it's lovely to see how you've also incorporated into your life so so thank you for joining us today and all the best with all the future endeavors thank you so much it's been lovely to see you have a great day mm -hmm.